I love that. I, you know, there's so, there's so many things and it depends on what somebody is dealing with right now. But I think the biggest thing is that they're not alone. That's a, that's a, just want people to understand like, like if my dad would have known that. And if I would have realized that earlier too, we're not alone. We have people that love and care about us and reach out, reach out to someone and ask for just some help or guidance or support, whatever you need. But I see you, you're not alone. You're needed and important. And just hang in there for one more day because life is what you make it and you can make it sweet. Do you need encouragement to turn tragedies into your own triumphant life story? If so, this podcast is for you. Listen to powerful guests who have persevered through challenges so you can gain strength to build your championship life. The host of Professor of Perseverance Podcast, Dr. James Perdue. Hey, 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 come on in on this beautiful, beautiful day of March. Actually, here where I made it raining, but it's beautiful because it's going to, you know, get the grass kicked and going here a little bit, and the bushes and the trees, and whatever critters need to take a drink, have at it today. It's free. You know, Mother Nature brought it free for you. Hey, thank you for coming in on Professor of Perseverance Podcast. I'm Dr. James Purdue, the Professor of Perseverance himself. Today, our guest here to talk about overcoming her own adversity. When she was 16 years old, two days after Thanksgiving, she had a knock at the door. The family was told then that their dad had committed suicide. Wow. Can you imagine having Thanksgiving dinner and then two days later? Wow. And so here up to up to that point, though, she had contemplated suicide herself. But through great family support, friend support, going through some therapy, she has understood and she wants to deliver a message to all of us. Life is what you make of it. Welcome to the show today, a.k.a. Heidi's Lemonade Stand, a host, uh, podcast host of Heidi Aldridge. Thank you. I'm so excited to talk to you today. So thank you. It's such an honor to be with you. Oh, I'll have to send a check in the mail to you for saying being an honor to me. <laughs> so uh, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> so, but uh, no, thank you for being here. We know how our times are valuable. Everybody's time is valuable and that you're sharing your time, your story, your journey with us to inspire us, to give us some hope, to know that uh, when we get kicked in the teeth, that life is still worth living. Yes. Heidi, I'm just going to sit back and go from here. And (laughs) it's your platform. And you take off from where you think to get us started and going. And I'll throw my little, I tell people, throw my two cents worth in. But with inflation, it's a nickel. And so, but it's still only valued at two cents. So (laughs) So you you go ahead and uh, go ahead and get us started here, uh, Heidi. And thank you again for being here. Mm -hmm. Thanks, James. I appreciate this. I love any opportunity to share my story. Hopeful that it will just be something that somebody will be able to hear that will be helpful in their life and maybe give them the encouragement to hold on for one more day like I needed to. So I appreciate the introduction. Yes, um, the police did knock on our door that Saturday after Thanksgiving and tell us that our dad had just taken his life. I remember in his suicide note, he said that he knew that everybody would be better off now that he was gone. And it just hit me because that's exactly what I had been thinking before that moment. I was made fun of really bad for how I looked and bullied terribly and 
I had just decided, you know what, this world would be so much better off not having to look at my ugly face anymore. And so I yeah, had decided. I didn't stop you there. You stopped that right now. Now, I know that was only four or five years ago, as young <laughs> yeah. as you are. Okay. Right. But, uh, yeah. you're, a, you're a beautiful woman, and uh, you got a contagious smile and laugh here. <laughs> and again, we met last week. I was on your show, and I appreciate the opportunity. But yeah, uh, I'm, I'm glad that uh, you saw <laughs> past all this. So, yeah, again, with the supporting cast, family, friends, Seen therapist, right. but so right. I'm sorry I interrupted your time now. But <laughs> no, uh, you stop that. So all right. <laughs> I think we need to tell everybody to stop that. We yeah. are our worst critics, and we are terrible Amen, to ourselves. And I sister. also think the bullies need to stop that. Like, who cares what they think? Like, they need to keep their opinions to themselves. Like, and it was, it was, you know, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, where your features are bigger than your face, and it's a rough time for most people during those junior high years, you know, those late elementary years. And that was definitely my worst time. And uh, I look back at pictures of myself and I'm like, okay, I don't, don't blame them for some of their comments they made, but it wasn't necessary. And I've learned since then that we shouldn't take criticism from someone we wouldn't take advice from, you know, that's a big key. It's like, I should have been able to, I wish I would have had the maturity to just tell them to just be quiet and that, I needed to be able to like myself enough that it didn't matter what other people thought, but I didn't. And I was in a really bad place and I was depressed and very hard on myself and really thought I would be helping everyone by not being alive anymore. But once my dad did, then it was like, that isn't the solution to it at all. And I realized that (laughs) everybody's life has value. And that I needed to stop the way I was thinking about my own life and realize that maybe I had something to offer as well. And I took that opportunity as a way to reach out to other people and notice people and stop focusing on myself and be able to notice others and others in high school and reach out to those who seemed hurt or lonely or struggling with whatever they might be going through. And so it was a great opportunity after all, you know, the last couple of years of high school, I really thrived and did really well and was able to really rise above it and be able to have a good experience after all and be grateful that I was alive and grateful for experiences I had, friends that I made. And so it worked out. It was really good. <laughs> and so it was a good lesson for me. Unfortunately, I had to learn it that way, but it was um, important to be able to value life again and help others be able to see their value. See, I'm glad that you were able to hang on there and see the best coming later. I mean, you had no idea at the time, but understanding and and coming. A friend of mine, Bird Baggett. Bird, what's up, buddy, if you ever jump in? Uh, But we're going to quote you again. My my friend Bird, and uh, he says, uh, don't give up before the blessings. Oh, that is so true. Yes, I actually have a saying that... (laughs) Well, in it, and it kind of dates me a little bit, but it's back in the day when you would go to the bank to make a deposit or put, you know, put money in the bank and you wanted cash back and you'd go to the drive through and put it in the little tube, you know, and it would just be sucked up into the air somewhere and plopped down and you'd have to wait. You just wait. You don't know when the tube is coming back with your money. You just wait, you if, know, you if, don't see if anybody it's coming back. <laughs> if it's coming back with your yeah. money. Exactly. And I just think, would we just drive off? You know, would we be like, you know what? I'm sick of waiting for my 
deposit. Oh, you know, good my, analogy. Yeah. It's yeah. Analogy. And so it's like, we wouldn't, we would just keep waiting. We don't know when it's coming back. We don't know how it's coming back through this tube, through the air somewhere. We just wait. And so I've learned that my theme song is hold on for one more day. It's like, you just don't know what is coming and you tend to want to pull the plug or give up. And usually it's then <laughs> that things change and turn around for the better. That's when the deposit comes back <laughs> and appears in the tube at your car and you can get on with your day. So we just got to keep holding on, just stay, stay the course and it will all come together. It'll all work out. So I'm glad yep. you mentioned that. I've had to learn uh, patience is a virtue uh, <laughs> since I got in a wheelchair and everything that uh, I have to learn that because I wasn't a patient person. Uh, not perfectly patient now, but <laughs> it's better than what it was. So, all right, now That's let good. me ask a question here. You know, you're talking two days after Thanksgiving. Mm. Here you are having Thanksgiving with dad and everything. Did he have issues? Did anybody notice when y'all got the, the, the from the place? Did y'all go yeah. back and talk and go, you know, he really wasn't himself Thanksgiving Day. Or you know what? Was I'm he glad having, you said that. Was he having issues that made him feel guilty about what's going on? Right. He did have a lot of issues, and he was actually alone on Thanksgiving Day. So I'm okay. glad you, you brought that up. Um, we went and spent Thanksgiving with some family friends, and my dad had moved out before that because of some choices he had made that were not good. Mm -hmm. And... Um, so he was actually alone. And that was one thing that's been very difficult for me all these years is when the police went to his house, they found just like a TV dinner, you know, a little Thanksgiving turkey dinner um, yeah. in his trash. And that just kills me to know that he literally was all alone on Thanksgiving and just could have a little TV dinner. And yeah. um, ever since then, it's always been my goal on Thanksgiving. I rally. I'm the house <laughs> that has Thanksgiving dinner. Everybody come. Nobody can be alone on Thanksgiving because I always yeah. wonder if someone would have reached out to him, anybody, yeah. a coworker, yeah. a neighbor, yeah. a friend, a family member, somebody would have reached out and said, Hey, come. Then we might've seen more signs. We might've realized that he's hurting, but to spend Thanksgiving alone and then, you know, decide pretty much, you know, day after, you know, that Saturday, um, I, I think it th that had a lot to do with it. I really believe that. And so it's been my mission to make sure that I kind of pay more attention to people. I don't, I don't want to go through that again. And, and I think as we yeah. look past ourselves, we might be able to notice other people are struggling a little bit more. So I'm glad oh, you yeah, brought that up. People are hurting out there and I don't care what it is. I mean, uh, we're not on the same threshold, but some are having more than others for whatever reason. Sometimes it's because of their decision. Sometimes it's out of their control. Uh, but people are having more, some are less for whatever reason, but I don't care who you are. Something's always going on with some bugs. That's why I wish we could, somewhere. I wish we could carry a sign. I wish we could hold up a sign wherever we go and say, I'm dealing with this right now in my life, or I'm hurting because this just happened or whatever, because we all have something. And I just, can you imagine a world where we could just see that person right then and go, Ooh, wow, their, their husband just left them or their mom just died or their child is sick, you know, and how we would treat them if mm -hmm. we could see that right away. Oh, what a great world that would be. So instead, we just have to pretend and just understand each person we encounter is struggling with something and we just have to be kind and loving hey, and caring. There you go. And, and try to lead them uh, in a better position than when mm -hmm. you found them. 
I love you know, that. You know, we well we we hear that uh, you know you go to a ballpark or something, clean your area up, don't leave the trash. Yeah. You know, and then grab somebody else's stuff. You know, leave it better than you better found than it. Better than you so, found it. Yep. Same thing here with people. We should, when we go to the store, when we go to the restaurants, when we go just walking and jogging, whatever it is, if we meet someone in, lead them a little better than what we found them. And they I may be that. having a great peppy day, but again, <laughs> they may be hiding it. <laughs> That's what we usually do, right? Exactly, exactly. Sometimes people with the biggest smile are also hurting with a lot of pain too. So it's okay to just be kind. Yeah. There you go. Man, Heidi, I don't... Uh, I don't know where to go from here now. <laughs> well, I can tell you. <laughs> you keep, well, I, what I, what I want to ask is. Yes. I would feel, and maybe just me just thinking and being a podcast host or whatnot, and I could probably be totally wrong on this, but I mean, you could actually look at your dad's suicide as a savior for you. Absolutely. I mean, because you were contemplating. Yes. And apparently you were hiding it well from the family. He had, he, he hid it from the family. And I mean, even though it was sad for him to go, it gave you that extra life that you didn't want. You didn't want your family to go through it another time anyway. Right. right. Uh, so, yeah. No, so I'm I, so glad you said that. That has definitely been something I've been, I can look back and be grateful for. Like, I mean, it certainly wasn't something I would go back and say, yes, I want to go through that again, but it definitely taught me what I needed to learn and it woke me up and it made me more aware of other people. It's made me who I am today. And I miss him every day. I'm now, you know, I've had children. Now my children have had children. I'm like, he'd be a great grandpa right now. And that's the kind of thing that you can't see when you're 39 years old and Mm -hmm. you feel like your life is ending because of the situation you're in that day. And you can't look ahead another 30 or 40 years and realize that you would have great grandchildren that would want to come and, and read stories with you or something. And he just, none of us know that none of us know what the future holds. So we have to hold on for one more day. We're not going to stay in this place. That's the good thing about it. Right. Even the good things, the bad things, the hard days, yes. the good days, They're they all, all change. coming and going. Yes. They all come and go. And it was compared to like an ocean. You can see the ocean that's just smooth and flat and beautiful. And then the ocean with the big crashing waves, which is better. You know, we need both. <laughs> we need both. We need to play in the waves and we need to play in the calm. And I think we look at life like that, like it will have its calm days. It'll have its stormy crashing wave days but the calm will come again and we just have to hold on like that's my biggest message and that's part of the reason for my podcast of the lemonade stand is to be able to share stories of people who have overcome those terrible tragic hard things those challenges in life that seem like you would want to give up you wouldn't want to keep going with things that you're dealing with but they do and they persevere and they rise above it and they make their lemonade out of the lemons they're given. And I love it when they share their stories with me. I'm very blessed to be able to meet incredible people that have overcome way worse stuff than I've ever had to deal with. And it's so inspiring to me. I love it. Now, <laughs> I mentioned my... and running. Oh. oh, you're doing great. You're beautiful. So, <laughs> you're doing awesome. So uh, the friend of mine mentioned Bird Baggett. He's a 72 bird. Again, if you ever get in there and promoting, you, promoting your legacy. And he just... Uh, Said he's had his dream on his heart. God's put it on his heart. 
for years and he's finally waking up to do it. He wants to leave this as part of his legacy. And I was able to help out and I'm an ambassador for his legacy that he started what's called a million heart mission and it's providing hope to people. So, you know, what we do is uh, we purchase these little bands that said hope, pass it on, uh, mm -hmm. bookmarkers, free under magnets, little uh, wooden coin thing that says hope on it. And what I'm doing is um, giving out two or three to one person and then let that person share it to two or three other people so the ripple effect would take take effect uh, with it. But Barrett Bird, million heart mission, good, but, but one of his one of his little uh, cards he put in there, that it, it states, you know, we can go four days, uh, 40 days without food, four days without water, four seconds without hope. <laughs> and so when we can't see the the end of the train light at the end of the tunnel and realize there's not a train still coming when we can't see that because don't have the hope. Yeah. That, that's when people get desperate. Yes. Yep. I can relate to that. Yes. So, so I hope is hey, we, we got, need. um, got the endless time awakening. Thank you for coming in. And it says, sorry, Heidi, for your loss. Loneliness is a soul crushing weight that millions struggle with. Uh, we must share the love of God. That's within each of us, with all our fellow men. Amen. Endless time and waking. Thank you for coming in. And so, all right. Yeah, um, so all right. So Heidi, you, you so you went, uh, saw a therapist, had some friend support and, and family support yes. and everything like that to keep you, uh, get your own track again and let people know it's life is what you make of it. <laughs> and oh. so, so that's, yeah. that's your lemonade stand. You know, people say, Life deals you lemons. What do you do with it? Make lemonade, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, what did I tell you with mine? Life gives me lemons. I want strawberry pie. I, don't, <laughs> I, I mean, I could deal with lemons, but I'd prefer strawberry pie. But same same thing. And it's so, so uh, but, I uh, have another saying that I, I give to people. Like, I love what your hope wristbands that you were talking about. And I have these little gift bags of all these little lemon scented things, you know, lemon soap and sanitizer and a little you know, just anything lemon that I could find. And I put it in this little bag. And the note I put on it is when life hands you lemons, throw them back really, really hard. <laughs> you, know? there it's you, just go. Like, you know what? I don't want this. <laughs> so that's right, um, that's right. I try to try to make it light of it. I actually hated that saying when I was a kid, because I thought it was really dumb and trivial. And I thought, you know, what? I'm going through a lot of things, you know, we dealt with a lot of stuff in our in our childhood and, and a lot of, a lot of stuff. It was, it was hard. And I remember thinking when life hands you lemons, make lemonade. That's so trivial. That's so lame. You know, that makes it sound so easy and it's so much harder than that. But then once I started this radio talk show back in 1999, I was going to talk to people who were given challenges and they've overcome them and they've made the world better by what they went through. And my mom's like, that's taking lemons and making lemonade. And I'm like, no, I hate, no. That, saying. I hate that saying. And then I'm like, you know what? That is, that is what it is. And I mean, it sounds trivial, but it's so true. And it is just taking something that by itself might not be so great, might be a little sting of sour, but you use those lemons and you can make things really great with them. You know, you can use them to make water even taste better. You know, lemons are very useful for cleaning yeah, and for all kinds of that, stuff. I was so, going to say, yes, yeah, cleaning. Yeah, you know, so lemons. Water and uh, clean your windows yes. and 
Lemons are very important and we need the lemons in our life and it's what we use them for and what we do with them that sweetens our life and makes our life better. And so that has definitely had to just stick with me. <laughs> that has have to be my theme is just taking lemons and making lemonade. And, so you you yeah. can't run from it. You got to own it no, now. You got to do it. I know. I just have to. It's my there theme song. I now, told so. uh, somebody one time I was talking and said, uh, you know, they say when you know, they use a lot of metaphors. So, you know, life gives you lemons or when life deals you a bad hand. Yeah. I said, uh, but a friend of mine, Kenny, you I, you may have heard or met Kenny at one point. And uh, uh, I think he's in our relationship with our group thing. Oh. But you may, have, you may have met Kenny or at least heard of him. And Kenny, one time, I remember him telling me, you know, uh, you got to know when to hold them <laughs> and got to know when to fold them. You got to know when to... <laughs> Yeah. So uh, yeah, walk Kenny. away. No way. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> just, just like in life, you know. So, oh, Kenny, I'm yes. sorry he passed away a couple of years ago. But, yes, he did. Uh, but, oh, yeah. that's so funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. That's what it is. And I mean, I don't want to make it sound trivial either. Like people deal with a yeah. lot of hard things, and I now am in a motivational, a motivational speaker to like give tips and help and advice to whatever people might be dealing with to help them just be able to get to that point a little faster, you know, cause we're going to get through it. Like we actually survive a hundred percent of our worst days. We really do. So mm -hmm. we're going to get through it. And it's just like how fast or how much better or positive or easier are we going to get through it? And so I like to try to give advice to help people understand that we all have it. And there's little tips to be able to get through it a little faster. So I like yeah, to I told you, uh, my friend Bird said, you know, don't give up for the blessings. So yeah. I use I use another Southern slang, and it says it says hang in there like a hair in a biscuit. So, uh, <laughs> Gosh, so, so uh, gross. <laughs> it's gross, but again, it's a Southern thing. So, yeah. uh, and so hang in like oh, a hair in a biscuit. So, so and then, like you said, we're we're not trying to trivialize any of this. I know we 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 have come to where we've learned we can laugh about it once, once we get through it. Yeah. Okay. Once yeah. you're in the middle of it, it's not funny whatsoever. No, no. You know, it's very tragic. Uh, every, yeah. every day I get in my wheelchair, I'm not laughing, right. but I know I'm going to live the best I can yeah. uh, from it. You know, and that's so, what I love from you is you're such a great example of perseverance and you're such a great example of positivity of just getting up and just doing it and having a smile and, communicating with other people to share positivity too. And I think that's an amazing example because you could choose another way. You could just lay there all day and be miserable and make everyone around you miserable. You really could do that. Yeah. I told other people, some, somebody made a comment that I couldn't do what you're doing. I said, man, we have two choices in life. One, I can lay in bed and have someone feed and water me like I'm a vegetable. And then I watch their TV programs because I can't turn the channel. <laughs> And so, right. you know, watching their TV channels. And so, uh, you know, or the second thing is, even though it's harder than laying around, still fight the good fight, do yeah. the best I can, have the best life I can. It won't be perfect, but it's better than what it could have been. Yeah. And so, and, and Heidi, so you got to quit, you got to quit compliment. Now I got to send another check to you. Oh, no. <laughs> Heidi, thank you. I That's appreciate I that, though. No, there no, you it's go. Great. It's good. But I think with with you, and I think it's a great example of of just seeing just thing seeing things to be grateful for is kind of what it starts with. And I think that's something I like to teach too is just 
you can just lay there and feel sorry for yourself, or you can find things to have gratitude for and get up for, you know? And I think that's really important that we all, and it's so, it sounds so trivial too. Like, oh, all I do is think of things I'm grateful for. But I've learned that even in a hard situation, you can actually, when you're experiencing something like this happened the other day and it wasn't a hard situation, but it was so, so simple that I actually got a big rock hit my front windshield and it was a new car. It was a big rock. It left a big chunk out of my windshield. And I was so upset, like (laughs) probably more upset than I should have been, but I was really upset thinking it's going to have to replace my whole windshield. It's going to be thousand dollars. And I was just like, starting to get myself super worked up about it and mad and I'm driving in that, that truck and who does he think he is? And I'm going to report him and, you know, just all this stuff you start getting worked up about. And then all of a sudden I thought of what one of my podcast guests had said. And she said, when you're in that situation, you have to start saying, but at least, and finish the sentence, but at least. And so for the rest of my drive, the next 20 minutes, I sat there, but at least I'm okay but at least it didn't cause an accident, but at least it didn't shatter my windshield, but at least, and I just sat there for 20 minutes, but at least. And by the time I arrived at my destination, I had kind of like calmed down at least, but almost forgotten about it. You know, I'm just like, it's no big deal anymore. I don't even care. Like I was fine with it. And a friend came out and I just pointed, look what happened to my car. And she's like, oh, I have a repair guy just right here down the street. And he'll do it for free, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, wait, what? <laughs> and so I think, what if I would have just let myself get to stewing and angry and worked up? And instead it worked out, you know, and I did. I went right over, got it repaired for free. It took a half an hour, you know, no big deal. But I didn't let it ruin my whole day. I didn't get, let myself get so heated and festered, upset about it. And I turned it and started thinking about things I was grateful for. And there you just go. turned that simple situation. Like I said, it's a little trivial thing, but it works in any situation. You can turn, don't ever say, but at least to someone else. You can only say it to yourself. That's right. Yeah. Never say don't, it to someone else. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't let them fill in. Let them do their own thing. Let them do their own. Yes. If somebody so, comes to you with a tragedy, you don't be like, but at least don't ever, ever say that. But you can do it to yourself in your own mind and be like, but at least. I'm safe. I'm alive. You know, I'm whatever. And whatever you have to do to kind of get out of that spiral of being in that negative, scary situation. So it works. It really does. Try it. (laughs) But at least. Uh, And I'm a big believer that, uh, and it's not, Again, we should always try to find the lining, the silver lining, they say on the cloudy day and all that. Okay. I I understand that. But, uh, uh, but I'm, I'm a big believer that, we go through some situations, maybe not everything. Again, sometimes we bring it on ourselves. Sometimes it's uncontrollable, but it comes on and it's to teach us how strong we really are. Uh, that's for us not to give up. And then when we see how we got past it, when we look back a year from now, five years from now, and see what we've accomplished and got through despite what we went through, it's it's an amazing gift when you can look at it that yes. way. Yes, that's the other thing I teach is to see everything as a gift. And as we look at everything in our life as a gift, because at the time we want to label it as good or bad, like, oh, this really bad thing happened to me. And it's like, you don't know, actually, if it's really a bad thing that happened to you, because it could be the greatest gift of your life. It could bring you to a place that you don't even know about yet. It could offer things into your life bring people and opportunities into your life that you don't even know that'll be some of the greatest blessings. And so instead of labeling things good or bad, we just, Oh, this is a 
gift in my life and just look at it as a gift. You don't know what it's going to bring and other gifts it's going to bring. And so if we can react to things as a gift and start dissecting it that way, why is this in my life? Why was this brought to my life? What is this here to teach me? What am I going to learn? It's an amazing way to open your eyes to all the possibilities. It's, it's amazing how we can put two people in the exact same scenario oh. and you get two different uh, right. outcomes. Okay. Oh for yeah, for example, I mean, we put a $20 bill on the ground and see what people would do with it. And I tell people it's a test. And the only reason I bring this up, a friend of mine one day comes up, James, I found $20. He says, man, the Lord's done blessed me today. And now I know the guy has been on dope, drugs, things. Okay. And so I told him, so, well, yeah, you might be tested by God or you may be tested by the devil. Okay. It depends what you do with that $20, you know, maybe give a dollar to a church or help someone else or feed someone. And not to say you can use some for your own self to get shoes or something to eat. I'm not saying, but if you turn around and do dope with it, then what good have you gotten out of it? And uh, sure enough, he went and did his drugs. And, uh, but yeah, but he comes to me, Oh, the Lord has gifted me. He hadn't gifted you to go do dope. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. And so yeah. it's amazing what, um, we could all be put into the same scenario and we can come up with a thousand different ways that oh, the outcome would come. That is so. so true. That happened to me once when I was working in a restaurant and it was like the most powerful <laughs> experience of like, there's this little display freezer with like uh, pints of ice cream in it. And one of my coworkers had organized all the pints of ice cream. So they were all in rows and facing forward. And then I had like cleaned the glass. So there wasn't any handprints or anything on it. And it just looked like, super nice. And then the owner of the restaurant came in and he's like, that is the perfect freezer, you know? And I'm like, yeah, it's because I cleaned the glass. And my coworker's like, yeah, because I arranged the pints. And the owner said, no, I was looking at the temperature. It's like the perfect temperature. <laughs> there you go. You know, and look at how all three of us looked at that same freezer and all had different thoughts about it, right? Of why it was so great. Yeah. So you just don't know, like you think it's obvious, like, yes, it's obvious why it's so great is because it's clean and organized, but no, it's because of the temperature. So it's always <laughs> my lesson. Every day I think to myself, there are different perspectives and people are in different places and we all have things to learn. And so we have to just give each other grace and see the differences in our lives and enjoy the blessings and gifts that we've been given. Well, Heidi, I'm glad that you're uh, giving me a gift today and a uh, end time awakening. Thank you for coming in as well. Give me a gift with, uh, see you're talking over here with us and appreciate that. And so, um, Heidi, it's uh, time for us to wrap up because I know yeah. you're a busy woman. You got other podcasts <laughs> to go do. And I don't want to get you out of control and out of, uh, out of, uh, oh, uh, schedule, I, off schedule. Uh, there we go. <laughs> And then and, and thinking, yeah, it's off schedule. Thank so you. appreciate you uh, being here. If um, Go ahead and uh, tell all of us uh, your website, how we can get hold of you, get some coaching oh, yeah. from you, um, yeah. to get you to come do a, a motivational speaking uh, for us. So yeah, give us a whole way that. to find you. Yeah, I love to do that. It's at Heidi's Lemonade Stand. That's where you find me. So my website's Heidi's Lemonade Stand. And I spell it A-I-D. So it's Lemonade instead of the drink. It's a way to get fixed in a way to get some aid in whatever you might be going through. It's something to kind of uplift and inspire each other. So it's Heidi's Lemonade Stand and then uh, Facebook, Heidi's Lemonade Stand. And then Instagram is Lemonade Stand Official. So 
that's how you'll find me and reach out to me. Have my email is on my website and I would love to interview you on my podcast or come and speak at an event. And I have a really fun, inspiring thing I like to do to help people and uplift them and make the world a better place. One person at a time, one day at a time, one hour at a time, <laughs> one event at a time, whatever we can just to hold on. Well, you, you. you've got your money's worth today with the one person at a time with me. Oh, and okay. hopefully with end time awakening, maybe you double, double hit us today. Oh, wow. And so, uh, <laughs> um, and I'll put, uh, you know, this stuff in the show note as well. And also don't forget that uh, Heidi Aldridge podcast host of Heidi's Lemonade Stand. So don't forget that. And yeah, so everybody go in and take a listen uh, for other stories. She's doing a similar to me, probably better than me as well no. uh, with all this. And so, uh, boy, but I, you're, like I said, your your smile and your laugh, you're just so contagious that I don't see how people can't come out a on the better end after being with you. And Thank so I appreciate you. that. Yeah, your husband's Thank a lucky you. man. And so, well, I don't, I don't use the word luck a lot, but a blessed man. And so uh, I am too. Yes. (laughs) All right. Heidi, you know that um, and end of time, end time waking is said, God bless you, Heidi. Oh, thank you. I feel it. (laughs) There you go. Heidi, we know people are hurting and struggling today. If we can just finish off with a powerful message to help them Mm. get through today, that'd be a blessing. Oh my goodness. Um, I love that. I, you know, there's so there's so many things and it depends on what somebody is dealing with right now. But I think the biggest thing is that they're not alone. That's a that's a just want people to understand, like like if my dad would have known that and if I would have realized that earlier, too, we're not alone. We have people that love and care about us and reach out, reach out to someone and ask for just some help or guidance or support, whatever you need. But I see you. You're not alone. You're needed and important. And just hang in there for one more day because life is what you make it and you can make it sweet. Just Again, hold on. hanging, hanging there like a hair in a biscuit. All right. <laughs> from the Southern version. And so yes. uh, from there. And so Heidi, yeah, I appreciate everything. And um, I'm glad that, uh, you know, you found a better route for yourself and, Me too. and, and again, think how much you're helping people here in the future. And they say, uh, hundred years from now, this stuff's still going to be on the internet because it's all here to stay. That's and just think a hundred years now, you're going to be helping someone else. Mm, I love that. I, I know my dad would be proud. That was like 33 years ago. So I've definitely had a lot of years to improve and get better and I'm in a good place. And I know I appreciate your listeners, you know, that God is on our side and he is aware of us and he's there for us too. So thank you. I appreciate this. All right. Thank you. Hey, if you need someone, you know, that needs some encouragement, be sure to share this out to them that uh, they'll realize that, um, you know, as Bird again would say, don't give up for the blessing that uh, hang in there and we'll get through the storms. We'll get through the good times and we'll get through the storms and we'll realize that um, life is still pretty good to deal with. So, really and everyone else, hey, I'm Dr. James Perdue, the professor of perseverance. Thank you for coming on the professor of perseverance podcast in time awakening. Thank you for coming in. Do something today, tomorrow, something next week that's going to help you persevere past your paralysis. Thanks for listening to the Professor of Perseverance podcast for motivation, inspiration, and encouragement. 
For more information, go to Facebook at Professor of Perseverance. Visit the website at ProfessorofPerseverance.com and view the YouTube channel, Dr. James Perdue, Professor of Perseverance.